Testing, 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 testing. Testing, testing, testing. Also, soup, cot soup. Oh, hot soup. watermelon, 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 watermelon. Ooh la la. Oh. Hey guys, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you are listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. I was. I mean, the mic test actually goes on for four hours. We just gave a That's little a sample. taste. It's a real peek into our process. Yeah, if you you got to <laughs> nail the testing. Hey, listen, it's forty percent testing. Yeah, forty percent yep. gusto and twenty percent podcasting. Yep, mix it all up, and what do you got? This is. <laughs> This is now turning into a um, a how-to guide for podcasting. Follow our lead, but don't copy <laughs> any of our ideas. Don't use any of our clips because we're pretty sure that's right. illegal. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait, will you tell about how your parents' cat um, contacts his attorney? Oh, yeah. Um, he has an attorney, um, and he calls him. On, he, he says, call, get Ernie on, Ernie on the horn. That's what he says. He says, get Ernie on the horn, which means call Ernie and 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 his name's Junior my cat and he's very or my parents cat he's very litigious like he he's, just wants to sue everybody honestly do not do like not, don't do even not let him in your house don't get talk injured. to him like no. whatever you say no. in fact he's probably gonna sue us for talking about this B- for libel and slander yeah. it's so true yeah. we should we really need to delete, delete I, this part I, I, don't forget make a mental are you writing this down I'm, delete this part I'm not but I'm just pretty sure I'll remember we'll remember you know what? If anyone hears this part, just please tweet, tweet us. us at Love Your Podcast with like some sort of emergency, right? Emergency, emergency tweet. emoticon, so yeah. we know how urgent this is. Yeah, we don't want to get sued because he will have Ernie on the horn so fast. It's his favorite thing to do. Ugh. But you know, I can't help it. I just love the guy. I know. Just love that little guy. I know. Shout out to Junior. Hi, Junie. Um, speaking of rolling in the dough. Oh. Do we have a sponsor for this episode? We do. What's our sponsor? Oh, it's like I think like you it's, know. <laughs> it looks like playing looks coy. Like I might know the sponsor <laughs> this time. Um, a word from our sponsor, Bowl and Branch. Salt and pepper, green eggs and ham, drinking and driving. These are things that people are fond of pairing together. And what else goes together like two peas in a pod? Bowls and branches. It's hard to think of one without immediately summoning the other to your brain. When you're ordering a bowl, you certainly need a branch and vice versa. So thank God for Bowl and Branch, the company that sends you both. I don't know about you, Lauren, but I am so sick of ordering my bowls online and then having to go to an, an entirely separate website and to order my branch. Bowl and Branch has simplified this process. They will send you a bowl and a branch, all in one easy-to-open box. The box is literally easy to open. It was... 10 sheets to the wind. I was 10 sheets to the wind when I was opening mine, as like I am now, currently 10 sheets to the wind, and I had zero issues. You know what else I'm sick of? The insane markups when you buy bows and branches. And the best part about Bowl and Branch is it's ethically made and fairly priced, without the middleman markups. Cozy up to your Bowl and Branch and wake up to a happier world. Visit bowlandbranch.com and they will hook you up. That sounds amazing. Wait, I can't remember... Did you say the box was easy or hard to open? Just sorry, let me check the notes one more time. Okay. You know what? I can confirm it was easy oh to open. Oh my gosh, open. I was going to say, okay, I'm in then. Easy. Oh my God. I, I always am ordering things online and the box gets there and I'm like, I can't open you know, this with thing. My, with my stubby fingers, I no, can't. For the I'm, life t- of I'm 10 me. sheets to the wind I'm and I have stubby fingers. Wind. 
I have to admit, the other night I was eleven sheets to the wind. Uh oh! I hope and I could still to... open my oh, bowl and branch I box. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> oh, oh. You might oh. think that we uh, like added in a track of a crowd cheering. No, it was that us. was us. You guys, that was us with yeah, our We don't have the money yet. <laughs> we do not have the budget. But le- if you'd like to be a sponsor. But thanks to Bull and Branch, yeah. we do have, we're, we're get, we are we're halfway there, there yeah. to being able to buy a stock, yeah. stock sounds Until of then, cheering. Until <laughs> then, it's just us. What if we did like 90s sitcom style and just had like laugh tracks? <gasps> I love applause. it. Applause. Like, ooh, ooh. For oh, when we smooched. Yeah. Oh, my God. That would be like nonstop ooing. <laughs> You're so Speaking right. of that, I, I just wanted to point out, I'm wearing underwear that Eric bought me today. <laughs> that sounds rather sexual, but it wasn't. I almost had to ask when I bought you underwear, and then I remembered. Can, but, we, tell, can yes, we tell people so yes. they're not weirded out? It was your bachelorette yeah, party. Yeah. I, I guess everyone had. I don't know who like made the law. Like, you have to buy Lauren underwear. <laughs> what if Who's it was like just was I that? showed up with the gift of underwear? Yeah. No, I think it was our friend Nat. Natalie's idea. Okay. Shout out to Natalie. Because she had done a bunch of bachelorette parties yeah. before. And I guess it's a fun idea to like get the, the bride to be the some like underwear. fun underwear. And then yeah. the bride has to guess who bought which underwear. That's right. So that you're kind of, it's kind of like a guessing the personality game. I can't remember if I guessed yours. I did guess Kara, our editors, because she did not, she opted <laughs> to not get me underwear. She broke the rules. She got me a Tarzan t-shirt. Yeah, correct. Which I wear to bed all the time. Slightly oversized, if I remember Wonderfully correctly. Wonderfully oversized. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you did guess my underwear because it was in like a Target box and I lived near I Target I knew you the went time. to Target. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Also, it's so comfortable. Cut to me, this creepy man like adult man he's not creepy like rifling through the underwear <laughs> section <laughs> did you just like pick the first pair you saw you're like I honestly like ran through well, just grabbed i don't even know if it was your size well to be it, it fits like a glove uh, an I'm underwear really a butt glove you- <laughs> yeah a butt glove um that's the title of my memoir is fits like a butt glove. oh my god <laughs> um i'm glad to hear that you actually wear it I i'm do. a little surprised yeah Ugh. No, I love it. I owe you one. Well, a butt glove. Quite literally. Yes. I'm waiting for my butt glove. Next time. I didn't have a bachelor party, so you didn't have an opportunity to get me a butt glove. No, but I did throw you a wedding shower in the most dangerous park in New York City. <laughs> and let's listen. I, get, I threw him a bachelor party, or no, sorry, a wedding shower yeah. at this park near my house. I was like, this is easy. People can go to the bathroom, it was whatever. Convenient, it's like, yeah. convenient for me. So <laughs> but there's a reason no one throws wedding showers in Tompkins Square Park. They always go to like <laughs> Central Park. You know, because like, sure. like it was, we were park? surrounded by homeless people on drugs. Yeah, uh, propositioning us for sex. Yeah. in the bathroom, tried to buy the board games. They and tried stuff. to buy things from us, and or just play the board games, and yeah. like take, they wanted to take the balloons. I was like, we're not even done with the balloons yet. We haven't even started. With we the haven't balloons. even enjoyed the balloons. I have to say, you threw such a kick-ass wedding shower. So, I, one of my favorite things in the world is movie theater popcorn. Mm-hmm. So Lauren got movie theater popcorn, like outside of the movie theater. You know, you can do that. You can just like go to the thing, concession stand. Which I I shouldn't have that information in my brain because I will you can do weigh it. 400 pounds. You can do it. Um, not that there's a problem with that if anyone weighs 400 pounds. No, no, no we love people yeah. that are 400 pounds. Um, yeah, but it was a really fun wedding shower, save for um, um, the uh, miscreants trying to steal my popcorn. It was, okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we... We survived. So you no know what? No one died. You don't owe me one. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's right. This is really evened out. That's right. We're, we're even. Um, Lauren, I'm excited for our first clip. Oh my God, me too. Okay. It's Tell me about it. This American Life, episode 511. I'm not familiar. What's This American Life? Just kidding. Just it's kidding. like the grandfather of podcasts. I feel like it's how we all got to know podcasts. I think it probably is. It's like your introduction. Yeah. Um, 
Now, the episode is called The Seven Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About. And um, you're in for a treat because the host is Sarah Koenig. So good. And it's before Serial. This is like an older one. And so it was like, I remember listening to this a few years ago. I was running from my friends in Brooklyn back to my apartment in Queens at the time. Running from them? Like in a dangerous situation? Well, I was a little nervous, but mostly I was just like trying to get my exercise in while traveling. Oh, I see. Correct. So I was running through a Hasidic Jewish neighborhood and I so distinctly remember this episode. Oh my God. I was running in Hawaii listening to it. We were both running. Well, la-di-da. I was running through the middle of... Brooklyn we, and you were in Hawaii. We must have been like, who's this Sarah Koenig person? Like, no, she has real potential. I, I, I hope she starts I, her own podcast. Do you remember thinking like, oh, she's really good. Yeah, I know. I, I did. And I clearly love the episode. And even better, the guest is Sarah Koenig's mother. Oh my God, I can't even handle she's this. She's a real pill. Maria Matheson. And she doesn't like it when people call her Maria. Like, you have to be invited to call her Maria. Yeah, it's, it's Mrs. Mrs. Matheson. Because she's, she's British and she's super polite. Um, Which I also feel like hearing from Sarah Koenig's mom informs sort of like Sarah Koenig's eloquence. Yeah, but why doesn't Sarah Koenig have a British accent? I thought it was like... What a letdown. You know, like I thought like, you know, like heredity, <laughs> genetics. I, I, the babies yeah, are I born. I, I don't know. I think it was hereditary. I, I, who knows? We learned so much. I do have my parents' gorgeous Midwestern I accent. I do too. With that, with that nice Northeast Aww. Ohio E. If they, I say I don't like how I say the word ass. I say like ass. Yes, because in Ohio we yes. get like nad at our dads. Ooh. So we do. Ugh. Anyway. Um. So anyway, this clip. It's. I think this might be my favorite. This American Life episode. Ugh. So Sarah is interviewing her mother because her mother has this strong opinion about what to never talk about in a social setting. I think that she got this from like French people or something. So <laughs> French there, people? I think listen to the whole clip. Cause I believe it's been passed down by some French part. people. Okay. But, um, <laughs> so the taboo topics are sleep, your period, health, dreams, money, diet, and root talk which is Mrs. Matheson's least favorite. And that means like how you arrived at the location. Like oh, there was traffic or like I took the wrong turn, like boring. Right. Agreed. Agreed. So you're never supposed to talk about those uh, parties or whatever. So this, in this episode that this American life staff tries to test out her stories. Like they, te- they bring her stories based on these topics to see if it's possible that they could be interesting. So they find a story on each one and they, they present it to Mrs. Matheson and Mrs. Matheson decides if a story is boring, then This American Life is awarded a point. Um, I mean, if it's boring, sorry. If it's boring, Mrs. Matheson gets the point. But if it actually is a good story, This American Life gets the point. And they tally up the results at the end. I'm not going to tell you what happens. But all the stories are so good. Because they had to, like, scrounge up the best, most interesting story on the topic. So definitely listen to the whole episode. Yeah, they're all good stories. Um, So... The, I, the, I, I couldn't, it's hard to decide a clip because they're so great, but to test her theory on sleep, um, NPR's Julie Snyder interviews an astronaut and asks her what it's like to sleep in space because Mrs. Matheson says sleep stories are boring. So Sounds interesting Julie to Snyder me. is like, what about this one? So in this snippet, Sarah's asking her mother, like, who wins this story round about sleep, This American Life or Maria Matheson? And how about the one before about how you slept? Uh, Dr. Katie Coleman, the astronaut. Yes, well, I think This American Life won that one, but I think it's really cheating because 
anybody who can go and get an astronaut to talk about how they sleep is not a not a, a level playing field in any way. And if I had a general dinner, as we're talking about, and I had all these fascinating people who were able to tell these amazing stories, that would be another matter. But who, who has an astronaut that they can put their finger on? You sound so annoyed. I am. <laughs> I don't think it's fair. But remember in the, in, when I interviewed you months ago about this list, and I said, okay, so we're going to go out and find stories on these topics... And you said, I doubt whether you can find interesting stories on these topics. Yes. I mean, I had no idea of your resources. But I'm, aren't you pleasantly surprised? Wouldn't you rather be hearing an hour of entertainment than an hour of... I certainly I would. I mean, if you were winning this, but then it would be would, really boring. But I don't. it doesn't convince me that I'm wrong in my original um, supposition that when ordinary people in an ordinary situation talk about these things, it's really boring. So I would like to go through the topics with you really quick and we'll see whether or not they can be interesting, like what you think. Yeah. And let me know if you have a favorite or like a least favorite. Like if you had to pick one that you're like, I guess this is interesting and like one that you're like, fuck no. I have clear answers by the way oh good yeah oh, do you good. do you have clear answers for these um yes but i'm gonna go do yours first okay great okay sleep wait am i saying whether i think it could be interesting yeah and then okay. at the end tell me your least and most favorite i'm gonna say nah 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 nah, nah, nah on yes, sleep thank you because that's the right answer because it's like yeah i get it like all of us like need a little more sleep like maybe your sleep patterns are interesting and frankly i'm guilty of most of these I'm a I'm a fill the spacer. Unfortunately, like if there's a lull, like I'm gonna I'm gonna talk. Even I if bore it's not the shit out of my husband with sleep talk. I mean, oh, he knows Atlanta. he knows if I've slept the night before. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what husbands are for, really. Right. Spouses can listen to the boring and the interesting. Right. Sometimes I'm like, why didn't you wake up when I woke, tried to wake you up? Like <laughs> I I kissed you in the middle of the night and you just kept on sleeping. Like that yeah. was rather rude. You know, like I wanted to know all these things. Most so, of Alan's sleep stories about me are like, you elbowed me in the bridge aw, of my nose again last night. Oh, it's so romantic. And then spun around and took all the covers. You, like know, a, you know what we're doing right now? We're talking about our sleep stories. Fuck, we're <gasps> terrible. We're the least interesting A racist part as well. Okay, okay, moving I'm on. I'm sure I'll remember. Moving on, your okay. period. I think that could so totally be interesting. The story they tell is like pretty wacky on on the cl- on it, the episode. It is a um, a real uh, comedy of errors. Yes, like yeah. it would be in a Seth Rogen movie or like a um, a, a movie that Jennifer Aniston was starring yeah. in in the early two thousands. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, are you intrigued? <laughs> um, what about health? Uh, you know what? I'm going to say I feel rude saying this, but on the whole, I think I agree with Mrs. Matheson on this one. I agree with Mrs. Matheson on this one, and I do not feel rude. This was my least favorite. Oh, I shouldn't even say it yet, but <gasps> sorry. Spoiler. Ooh, spoiler. <laughs> like, but when they were talking about it on the clip, I was like, oh, fuck, these I people. know. I don't feel like they got a great story, but I also feel like I don't want to tell someone they can't talk about a sensitive health topic because no. I don't know. I mean, you got to like put it on your Facebook profile or be really upfront about it. Yeah, obviously. You can't like, if someone starts talking about your health, you can't be like midway. Like, by the way, I have this policy where I do not listen to health stories. Like, <laughs> I feel like if you introduced yourself, like my name is Lauren and if you have any health stories, like can it? Yeah, it's a hard um, pass I don't me. like it. That's um, dreams. I like dreams. Okay. I think it's interesting, but I acknowledge that it's not interesting to anyone but yourself. I don't think you've ever told me your, any of your dreams. No. Just you just tell me your dreams. dreams like 
like I want to win an Olympic medal my naked. Hope, like that's yeah, your hopes yeah, and dreams. Right. Uh, money. Yeah, I, a little dick class. I have to admit, a lot of her um, stigmas around this feel a little bit. Um, uh, a little bit like you know uh, uppity classes classes L- yeah. slightly yeah because yeah. like yeah of course it's like day class a to talk about money according to the rich but I also feel like our generation is more open about that we want to hear what people are making in salaries and that kind of thing because it's maybe that's a New York thing yeah. I don't know no I, it's funny because This American Life didn't even come up with the money story because they were kind of like there's no money story around this episode because right. they were kind of like uh, we can't even find an interesting one which I don't get that. Like, I think sort it's very interesting. What about someone who won the lottery and some exciting thing happened? Oh, my I God. Know. I love stories about people that win the lottery and then ruin their lives. <laughs> Which, that happens a lot, I right? I wrote an entire article about <gasps> it for the Frisky. You can look it up. Wait, I will look it up. But really quickly, will you just give me a highlight? Like, what was what was one of the big ones? Like, someone got murdered because their family oh members. You know, like, because everyone just wants their money. Yeah, and people like, want you know, it. People don't know how to spend it. They're not used to having money. Yeah. Very awkward. Just to round this out, will you remind me how much, what is your annual salary? Oh, sure. <laughs> Actually, don't even know. I'm just kidding. I know with freelance, it's like hard to. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Lord knows. If there's just so much of it. I ask, can't even ask tell. Ask my accountant, my mini accountant. He has his glasses Monty, on. Monty the cat. Um, diet. Uh, yeah, I do feel like this one is not great, but I, I, I'm less annoyed by it than some of the others, you know? Yeah. Um, and root talk. This one's bad for oh, me, God. especially in New York. It's like I don't care. People, people love the excuse of the train, or I, you know, oh my gosh, it was crazy. Yeah, it's always crazy. The trains are always delayed. It's like that's why you leave some extra time. I know. We do hear a lot of root talk here in the city. We really do. The city. Um, so, what's if you had to pick one that you got to hear about least? No, one you'd want to hear about. Oh, sorry, one I'd want to hear about is your period. I have to admit. Yeah. Those stories are usually pretty funny. Yeah, I also just feel like it's maybe a little misogynistic or, like, I don't know, patriarchal to be like, women shouldn't talk about their periods. Right. Like, I want to hear about wet dreams also. Like, all that <laughs> stuff. Like, those stories are funny. I agree with you. Yeah, I just, I also, I also just feel like... Tweet uh, us your wet dreams. Tweet. <laughs> unless it has to do with dreams. Right, no, and unless it has to has unless it's tied to like a dream that right. happened, you it, know, not interested. More focus on the ejaculation. And don't even get started with like the sleep surrounding the wet. Oh dream. my god, no, no, no. Not no. interested. Not interested. So many uninteresting things. Um least favorite is also an easy one. Root talk? Root talk. Me too. Pass. God, so boring. How could anyone Okay. Well let us know what you think. And and I also feel like there is kind of no world where for me, there is no story. Even the root talk story in this episode, not that interesting. Well, it wasn't that interesting. Also, it kind of wasn't root talk. It was about right. a father and son. It's true. The heart I mean, of the real story. root talk is like super duper. I don't Ugh. care. Yeah. Even if you came from Bangladesh and you had to stay overnight inside of I'm your suitcase, I'm so bored right now. I'm so because bored because the there was a ghost in the airport. Yeah. No, no. it's not even. You can't, can't even do it. No, unless the ghost got its period. Then now uh, we're back. Now we're back. Don't stop gabbing. I want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Call Chelsea Peretti is a really funny podcast uh, hosted by, unsurprisingly, Chelsea Peretti. 
She is a very funny actress. Um, you probably know her from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Do you watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Lauren? I've never seen it. It's really funny. It's really, really funny. Is it on Bravo? Because <laughs> as I, if it's not on Bravo, I don't watch it. It is but, not. Okay. It is not. Get it on Bravo um, and we'll, we'll talk. <laughs> I'm, I'll, I'm on it. Okay. okay. It's, it's Andy Sandberg's show. Um, really funny about cops. Anyway, she also has great stand-up. I'm sure you've heard it. So she describes... So this is her description of her podcast... She says, beloved comedian Chelsea Peretti takes calls on weekly themed episodes and interacts with callers, JK. Like oh, the JK man. is included in the description. So Ugh. it's very sort of silly and flippant and funny. Um, she fields phone calls from just random people and picks a theme, which is also random and just made up by her. Um, this episode, the theme is suicide slash homicide. Oh, hilarious. Um, and Chelsea keeps reassuring the listeners throughout that, quote, she does not have a plan. <laughs> In reference to, like, committing suicide. Great. So that's where we are. Um, this clip, she's talking about how she gets stressed about spelling her name over the phone. Not because she thinks she's going to misspell it, but because she likes to come up with really complicated, like, unique words to illustrate each letter. The lady likes a challenge. She loves a challenge. So normal people are, like, you know, spelling out podcast, podcast. It's, like, P as in Paul, O as in Orange, D as in Dog. Like, simple words that everyone is, like, yep, got it. She is not so basic. Here it is. P as in periodontal. <laughs> e as in equine. R as in ratatouille. E as in erstwhile. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm on the phone. Like it'll be like my car insurance, and I'm like, mm. T as in well, T as in. Bear with me. The one's like, ma'am, I really just need you to get through the name. I'm like, sit tight, hon. Sit tight. T as in. I act like I'm doing the New York crossword. Oh, da, 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 T. What could be a T word? T, 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 T. Pterodactyl's too obvious. She's like, I got it. Pterodactyl, T. I'm like, no, 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 but I want a better one. And then we'll end on I, which is, we'll just go for something basic, like intravenous. <laughs> Okay, we did not have time to listen to the entire name because it takes 45 minutes. <laughs> Unlike customer service representatives, we have somewhere to be. Can you imagine being some poor underpaid customer oh service God. rep and she's like, hmm. And also you, you kind of have to be nice. Like you can't oh, be like, right. listen, can't dickhole, yeah. hurry it up. And you literally have nowhere to be. So. Also, you get to like C-H-E and you're like, Che Guevara. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just start guessing. You have no clue. Yeah. Cherry. Yeah. Right. Also, I don't think timpani is a word. She mentioned timpani. Timpani is a word. Oh, is it? I yeah, just Googled it. Yeah, it's a type it. of drum. It's like that big, like, boom, boom, oh. boom. Oh. And it's also, like, um, references, I think, a sa like a type of sound. Like well, I'm a big dummy. Timpani, I, I Tim Pony is one of the bronies, I think. I don't know. What, What's a Where are fact checkers? Bronies, like people that love My Little Ponies. Bros that love My Little oh, Ponies. Oh, like adult men who, like. Yes. It's oh, a thing. that's. Weird. It's very weird. Um, I also just love Chelsea's show because 
She does not edit this stuff. Oh, no, she does not. If you listen to any episode, listen to this episode. This one we pulled it from is episode 72 called D as in duh. Um, <laughs> first, full 10 minutes are just her. She's like, she has, she gets some calls, but like they can't, the, the audio isn't syncing up. Like they can't hear her. We can barely hear the calls and they just leave it all in. And like during the call, you can hear like people Skype, the Skype. Yeah. Beeps. It's like, boom, it's, boom, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And I love it. Cause if listen to the whole clip, cause it's she, so she's like having a podcast is so easy. Like you don't even have to listen to podcasts. I don't prepare, which is like the opposite <laughs> of what we do for this podcast. Like we listen to so many podcasts. We prepare so much. As much I'm, as it does not, does seem not like sound like prepare. it, <laughs> but she's, she nails it somehow. She's just, she's effortless in this. She is just so weird and so funny. Um, you see stand up a lot. Do you have a, do you have like a favorite stand up comedian? Um, I really love Barbara Gray. She has a show called Lady to Lady, a podcast that's really good. Um, oh yeah. I didn't I, know she was a stand up. Yeah. She started with stand up. Yeah. And, um, I really loved, I saw Neil Brennan recently and yeah. he blew me away. Yeah. He blew me away. And I was, I saw, um, Aziz was very entertaining. I wasn't really, I was very surprised, but the best show I ever saw, I saw Dave Chappelle at Radio City I mean, and I mean, it was just like the stories were coming out of his brain and you could see how the show, his show was born. Yeah. It was magical to Ugh. see him telling these stories. And there was this woman behind, we were, we had, didn't have great seats, but there was a woman behind us and she was like the whole time she was screaming at the top of her lungs. David, that's just stupid. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> David, you being stupid. Like, I think in this context, what? stupid is a compliment. Like, you being stupid, crazy stupid. Like, oh. stupid means, like, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, sure. But she was screaming her fucking head off. And the there was a date <laughs> sitting next to us, like a young couple. Like, yeah, they were like dating. too young, yeah. And the, the girlfriend was like... I'm leaving. This is disruptive. <sighs> and the guy is like, we're not leaving the Dave Chappelle <laughs> thing because you, and I must say, I was, it made me enjoy the show so much more having this woman behind she me. Was like she was loving so into it. It was like the laugh track that I, <laughs> <laughs> that I had been dreaming of. I so, hope you recorded it so we can start putting it oh, yes. underneath our podcast. Yes. I'm just going to start yelling, David, that is, st-. and she was calling him David. Right. Like, oh, so it's beautiful. Oh. Be- one of the most beautiful moments of my life. That is so funny. <sighs> anyway, what about you? Um, I really love Bo Lund, Bo, no, not Bo Lundberg. That's like a strange, like Swiss artist. His name is Bo Burnham. That's the I don't one. Know who that is. Bo Gosh Burnham is so funny. He's like super young, but. And he does a lot of musical stuff with his stand-up. I have never seen him live, but he has um, a couple of specials. Um, I'll have to send them to you. I think they're on Netflix. They're so funny, though. Does he have a lot of rape jokes? Because I love rape I jokes. I have Just heard kidding. that about you. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so um, No, he does not have a lot of rape jokes. He, um, It's hard to describe his style. He's like kind of like self-deprecating a little bit. Um, a lot of like self-acknowledgement. A little bit of meta. It's really... It's strange and funny, and unlike any other stand-up comic that I've seen. Um, but my number one favorite stand-up comic is actually a woman named Laura Sanders. She's a New Orleans-based stand-up comic. Um, I actually know her. Maybe she's listening. I hope she's listening. Um, but she is so, so funny. Her stand-up is like, it's pretty straightforward, like observational, but her perspective is just, um, so hilarious. Um, she has a comedy album, that I really love. Um, 
I'm looking up, oh, it's called Oh God, Please Like Me. And it's so funny. It's on iTunes now. I wasn't planning on plugging this. I did oh, not no, plan this Oh, no, I'm out. glad. But she is just brilliant. So Laura Sanders, um, Oh God, Please Like Me on iTunes. It's super inexpensive, and it's so funny. You can listen to it like you would a podcast. Oh. Um, and if you're in New Orleans or around, you should look her up. And I'm going to look this up. Thank you you're for the tips. We're just busting with tips. <laughs> we are just full busting. of great advice. Um, yeah, she's really funny. Number one favorite. Great. What else do we have? Um, what other clips? Clip three is from The Longest Shortest Time, episode 79, with Terry Gross. Now, The Longest Shortest Time is about parenting, which I, I, honest, I swear to God, I'd never listened to it before because I was like, I bet I'm not going to enjoy this. Mm. But I love Terry Gross. <laughs> and she does not have children. So I was very interested to hear, first of all, her being interviewed yeah, right. And then her talking about kids, and then I just, I fucking love her. So, and for those of us who don't know, Terry Gross is the host of Fresh Air, Oh, yes, right? NPR, which mm-hmm. is a really good NPR show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and she's just the best, one of the best interviewers in the world. She is really yeah. good. She's just, like, very quick and so articulate. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, she asks questions, like, she asks us the best questions. She yeah, really gets to the people. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the hosts are Hillary Frank and Abigail Keel on this, uh, the longest, shortest time. And, um, they ask her if she likes babies and I just think her answer is hilarious. Let's, let's play the clip. Terry, Terry, do you like babies? Well, that's another thing, you know, um, I, it's this, uh, I feel like I should, I should apologize before saying this. When I see... This is going to sound horrible, so I'll preface it with that. When I see, like, a cute cat or a cute dog, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> you know? <laughs> when I see a cute baby, like, I'm not the first person to, like, oh, please, can I hold it? I've just never—I've never been that person. You know, so my husband worked for you, um, both when I got a cat and when I had a baby. <laughs> and— I, I feel like you were more excited about the cat. <laughs> you were like you were excited <laughs> that I had a baby, but you, but like I did notice that, that you didn't know you were not one of the staffers who was like, uh, "Let me hold the baby." I don't I don't really understand how like I don't know how to hold babies. I don't know like I'm I feel embarrassed that I'm totally unskilled at how to deal with babies. First of all, I have never heard Terry Gross stutter so much. Like She is at a loss, she's a like true the loss. the best talker in the world, <laughs> and she literally cannot talk about babies. And I don't know, I would think like, do you like babies? It's like generally a yes or no question, yeah. but like she knows her audience and like she doesn't, she, she doesn't know what to say. Yeah, well, she does know what to say. She doesn't know right. if she can say it. It's also funny because I do think most people would lie and say, well, yeah, of course I like babies. But I like that she was like, you know what? I got to be honest. Right. I'm and um, I and I get it, too. I I don't it's not natural to everyone. Right. I feel the same way. I when I'm holding a baby, I get very concerned or with a kid. Yeah. That they're not going to like me. Like if I'm picking out a gift for a child, I get very stressed out because I think that they're not going to like the gift and they're not going to like me. I want to please them. I think yeah. it's because I wasn't popular when I was a child or a baby. <laughs> so like, I still am like, I want these, I want to be validated by yeah. these babies. Like, well, you also like, you are an only child mm-hmm. and your cousins aren't 
super local to where you grew up. So you didn't necessarily growing up have a ton of no, experience. I was always the worst babysitter. Like I just didn't I, give a shit. I doubt like, that. But I just, I always feel like uncomfortable. I feel like Terry feels. I feel like yeah. I identify with this. Like they, uh, they, they wear me out. I think I'm too selfish. Like they wear but, you out. <laughs> but I must say, I have a favorite baby and it's, it's Daisy. Yeah. My, my best friend's baby. I, and I've never felt I, and that just proves to me that I think if it's your baby, which Daisy so is not different. technically my baby. It doesn't matter. She but is. I yeah. feel so connected to her. Yeah. And also she's a cool baby. Like she really, really is. She, she's so good and she really is insanely good. I know people always say this about their friends' babies or their babies or whatever. I don't say but that about my friends' babies. It, well, that's true. But Daisy really is like kind of a star. She's yeah. so smart and just kind of cool and chill. And it's unsurprising though, because her parents are so cool Patty's good with her. and relaxed and yeah. like, it's, it's unsurprising when you think about it. She just doesn't like the things that I am afraid a baby would be. Daisy yeah. is not those things. Yeah. Daisy is very like, um, she keeps herself happy. She plays yeah. by herself. She, she is well behaved. Right. You know, she can get a beer out of the fridge right. for you. She, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is really all I care about. Most babies can barely do that. But I'm sure you feel like very oh differently gosh. about your niece. Well, yeah. So I, I have to say what you're describing with, with Daisy. So my first nephew was on Alan's side, Liam. And it, when I met him, I, I have always liked babies. I grew up with a ton of cousins. was always like little ones around, super comfortable. I'm not the one to like go and like grab a baby and squeeze the cheeks and want to hold it, but I'm always ha- happy and comfortable holding a baby. When I met Liam, it was just like, I don't know. I just loved him so fiercely right away. And I didn't, that feels so cliche. I didn't think, I did not think that would be my experience at all. Um, but it, it really was. And then same thing, like with my sister's baby who I just like, I I have cry, I have like put her to bed and then wept Aww. because I just love her so much. You never cry Livy. when you put me to bed. Well, you j- I don't let you see it. Aww. Yeah, oh, okay. I always make sure I'm out of the room before you <laughs> okay. see it. Um, so Livy, who's my sister's daughter, and then now Ethan, who's my second nephew on Alan's side. I ju- like it's it's un. I mean, I can't even imagine what it's like for the parents because it makes me you sometimes want to so yeah. pull out my spleen. Well, every time I talk about babies to my mom, my mom gets nervous that I'm not going to have one. Yeah. So she tries to convince me that I'm wrong. She's like, no, no, you love babies. They love you. <laughs> and Justin does the same thing. He's like, oh, the, the, the babies love you. And I'm like, let's just be honest. Let's call a spade a spade here. They don't. It's fine. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. But they don't. But Your baby um, would love you. I, I would hope so. I'm just You also sure. were the girl who was never getting married, by the way. That's true. And I, I love Monty like he's my baby. I mean, yeah, I love him so hard. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's funny because so later in this clip, uh, Terry says one of the reasons that she didn't have a baby is because when she started out in her career, it just wasn't an infrastructure that supported working mothers, which is an interesting point, but it doesn't change the fact that she's not comfortable with babies. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of like throwing that out there. Like yeah. maybe I would have had one if there right. had been the infrastructure. It's like, no, you're not comfortable. And that's okay. That's totally okay. One of the hosts says, some people have kids so that someone will take care of them when they're old. What's your plan, Terry? And it's like, that's kind of a rude question. That is so rude. And Terry's like, 
<laughs> that's not a good reason to have kids. No. Like, so that my baby will take care of me. Well, I know that the only reason my parents had me was so that I could take care of them. And I'm all ready to take care of them. I have their retirement home yeah. all picked, picked out. out. Yep, like, shipping them off. I've already sent some installments. So yeah. the second, like, if Pre-paid. my dad, if my dad, like, falls on a step, yeah. they're in. Both of them. I'm not even, I don't want to separate them. They're, yeah. they're going in. It's funny. My mom, no, don't separate them. They want to be together. Oh, yeah. um, my mom, from like, I feel like I remember from like age seven, her being like, you, you have to let me live with you when I'm old. And that would be so fun. <laughs> We'd have like a <laughs> Can little she like live with me instead? mother-in-law suite. Oh my God. <laughs> um, she well, has a good time. Terry Gross, if you're listening, we would like to invite you onto our podcast so you can get real about babies. We want to hear yeah. what you really think. Unguarded. Our listeners hate babies. There's no judgment. I mean, we do talk about baby poop too much. Well, Maybe specifically on one episode. Yeah. But other than that, <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway, um, that was fun. I love it. Moving on. Can you imagine if Terry Gross came and was on our show? Oh, my God. I can, there's, a, there's a chair here that's empty. There's and we, a third chair. We keep it empty every week. We in put a picture on it. Like, you know how like at Passover they leave an empty table, an empty chair for Elijah? Yeah. It's like we leave an empty chair for Terry Gross. Like, yeah. Hoping that one day she'll just walk right in. Yep. Terry Elijah. We're waiting for you, Terry. Um, our fourth clip is so weird. What were we going to say? Oh yes. Good. 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 Um, you guys, this is so fascinating. So strangers is a podcast that is sort of like American life, this American life in that, um, it features true stories about sort of remarkable people and their remarkable experiences. Um, broad, vague, but it's, it's really, really good. Um, they describe their content as those frightful moments when we discover that we aren't even who we thought we were. So it's about sort of like self-discovery and just sort of, like I said, like, like strange and extreme circumstances. Um, this, uh, episode is called the sun, the goddess and Leopoldo. Again, the, the podcast is called strangers. Um, and it's so fascinating. You guys, uh, make sure to listen to the whole thing. We're going to give you a clip, but, it's, it's a long one, but it's so, so worth it. So this guy, Josh, Joshua Saffron, he was born into a coven of lesbian witches in, in a hate-Asbury commune. Enough said. I'm <laughs> Enough in. said. If you're not hooked, I don't know what to do for you. Oh, by the way, the host of this podcast, um, who is Leah Tao, um, she was the director of The Moth for years. So she just, the way she tells the story... Good storytelling. ...is so great. So, okay, Josh Saffron, who was born in a coven of... Le- <laughs> Lesbian witches in a hate Asbury commune. I had to read that to get Repeat, all the details case, right. Yeah, um, his mother sought to like create this utopian commune consisting only of women. Um, had lots of issues with uh, patriarchy and, and men. And um, then she had Joshua, her son, who was a boy. So that was kind of through through a wrench into the mix of things. It was kind of a problem. At least she didn't murder him. I'm pretty glad she didn't murder him. Yeah, I do feel grateful for that. Um, Throughout his childhood, they kind of hopped around, she and him. Um, But the crux of the story is when they decided, she decided to marry this young guy from San Salvador to keep this young guy from deportation and save his life. Um, He claimed to be a wanted fugitive there for, for being part of like the revolution over there. Um, this intro is so long, but it's, it's worth it to sort of set up the story. So long story short, the guy she married ended up horribly abusing her. And eventually as Joshua got older, um, he insisted that they leave him. 
uh, because the abuse got so bad. So as an adult, Joshua became a lawyer for some super fancy Fortune 100 company. Um, He took on a pro bono case of a woman who was convicted of orchestrating the death of her extremely abusive boyfriend. So obviously we're seeing the connections here. Um, Here in this clip, we hear Joshua talk about their first interactions. It's really interesting the woman, understandably, would not share any information with him because he was a man, um, but eventually she started opening up. In that moment, we were just fellow travelers sharing mutual experience in a way that transcended age and race and gender and class and all of these other things, and it was an incredibly powerful moment. Debbie and Joshua developed a strong bond and they put together a compelling case. And after almost three years, the DA took a look at Deborah's case and agreed that she should be let out of prison. Her release will, quote, serve the interest of justice, wrote the DA. And so that was it, or so they thought. They celebrated, and Deborah was looking forward to being reunited with the two daughters she'd left behind, who'd been just little kids when she went away, and who now had kids of their own Deborah's grandkids. But then, politics got involved. To make a long story short, the agreement of Deborah's release had been made directly with the DA, but there was a deputy, who was normally in charge of decisions like this, who was not happy about it and who decided to rescind the offer, basically saying, sorry, you're not getting out after all. Um, So there was a documentary made about the woman who was imprisoned, um, whose name is Debbie Debbie Piegler. By the way, Monty the Cat has a lot to say about this. Um, she was eventually released from prison, but it got super complicated. Um, you should listen to the podcast to learn more, or you could watch the documentary. Um, or you could join a lesbian which coven, murder, which coven. <laughs> you have a lot of options here. Um, it is just such a fascinating story. You get to the point where like Joshua is talking about his mother and her abuser and you're like, oh man, this story could not get any better. And then you're like, oh, that's the prelude to the story about this woman, Debbie, who was imprisoned for, they said she orchestrated her husband's death, found out it wasn't really, tr- it's, it's so complicated. So you should totally listen to it. I want to read the book of this. Like I want someone yeah. to write a 900 page book about it. I'm not joking. I think he is maybe writing a book. Good. Yeah. I can't remember, but I think he might be, but I completely Send agree. us galleys. We'll review yeah, the book. We're, we're ready for it. We're, we're starving for the content. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, I was going to say too, I can't believe his story isn't like a movie. I know. It feels so sensational and crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, I each like leg of his story, it I just, just like want to deep crazier. dive into. I know, and it's it's amazing how <laughs> it's like someone with that background could grow up to be a really evil person. Yeah, and it's amazing what he's done, or even just like not really functioning in this society. Right. He talked about how. Um, you know, a lot of their living situations growing up was like no running water. He would go to school and smell and have ratty old, old clothes. And that was really hard yeah. on his development. Well, it's know? like the people at Jonestown or like, um, you know, the kids in, yeah. in, in oh, yeah. also there's, that was that, there was that weird sex cult. It's like, it's oh almost impossible to like fix that, right. you know, for the kids. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are, those are your developmental years and, how, and I don't know how you recover from that though. Clearly he did. I mean, he's in a healthy relationship now. He's, I think he was married. on a podcast, which he is on pretty a cool. I hear to be on a podcast. You've got to be pretty well adjusted. That's how you know you've made it. 
<laughs> um, he also, uh, like working for this Fortune 100 company, that's great. I mean, you have to really have your shit together to have gone to an, an incredible law school. And I think you we're going to have to hire him to battle All Junior's our, lawyer. Oh, it's our, that your litigious cat. Yeah. Yeah, we might we're, need to We're going to need to call him, yeah. But if I you're just, listening. I just feel like so many kids who grew up in really privileged situations... Oh, my God. Um, ...don't... aren't able to achieve, achieve the clear success that he's achieved. And it's so cool that he sort of wasn't really fulfilled by this, like, suit situation where he's at this really fancy, fancy company and wanted to take on this pro bono case. And I think he actually eventually had to leave his job because he was focusing so much energy and time on this case, this pro bono case. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, amazing listen guy. to the whole thing. It's really... Yeah. Again, it's um, Strangers is the podcast, and the episode is The Sun, the Goddess, and Leopoldo. Leopoldo is the name of the abuser of his mother. It's really interesting. Check yeah, it out. and I would just like to repeat the phrase. <laughs> Born in a coven of lesbian witches in a height Asbury commune. And yes, that, we'll say it again. That's the third time we're serious. That's... That's a that's a All mouthful. You yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, let's get to some of our favorite segments. podcast podcast segments. Um, first one is Jingle Jangle, of course, as you know, the segment where we pull something musical from from a podcast. You were waiting for this one. You love the segments. I I hope you do. do. Love the segments. Yeah. Jingle Jangle, especially no comment. I do love, but it's frustrating, frustrating. always. It's okay. like an it's more of an exercise for us. It like, is can an we keep our strength. big mouths shut? You're so right. Um, this jingle jangle is, uh, from a podcast called guys. We fucked. If you're looking for it on, on iTunes or wherever, it's actually guys. We F and then like four asterisks and then D. Oh, I thought you wrote that in the show notes just (laughs) for my sake. No, that's just because I thought you'd be horrified by seeing the word. Yeah. No, that's the actual true title of the podcast. Um, the, the hosts are Christina Hutchinson and Corinne Fitcher. Um, so just as like a palate cleanser, I think this will be good for us. The very serious previous clip. Um, it's silly and short, but guys, we fucked is the anti slut shaming podcast that isn't afraid to talk about sexual conquests, no matter how frequent or fleeting. Um, I love it. It's, it's very funny. These girls are just like subversive and fun. Um, to give you an idea of the tone of the show, some recent episode titles include How the Fuck You Gonna Let Lil Wayne Carry My Grandbaby. Oh, my God. That's one. Someone Hung Up on You So You Flew to Virginia, question mark. That's two. And His Pubes Were Haunted. Oh, my God. Haunted Pubes. <laughs> I'm so... I have so many questions. I know. Same. You'll have to listen to the episode. Um they're always in a form, the form of a question, and they're always all caps. Uh, so this Jingle Jangle is their very catchy and very fun theme song. Take a listen. Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> Guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last, last night. night. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. Perfect for the podcast. I guess it I, got me off my feet. I wish we had videotaped our reaction to that little jingle jangle because we were breaking it down. Oh, as always, I can't sit still during the jingle jangle segments. You know, like picture a "So You Think You Can Dance" sequence with some really talented hip hop performers, 
And then what we were doing was Oh my better. god, those flips you were doing? I don't I even know. I didn't know my I thought my ceiling was too low for those, but you managed. And I didn't even know you could break dance like that. Gravity defying. Like yes. you spun on your top bun like I've never oh seen. Oh my god, <laughs> I know. It's my move. It's my it is, signature. That is your move. That is your move. Um, okay, this week's no comment comes from the read. Um, it's a really I feel like every time I describe a podcast, I'm like, it's really good. It's really funny. Um, this one's also really kind of <laughs> really is. funny. It's true. It's so true. So funny. We were um, lying all those other times, but like this time it's true. <laughs> the other time's also true. It was also really funny and really, really interesting. But like this time it's also really funny and really interesting. Yeah. Um, so the hosts are just apologies all around for what just happened. Yeah. I just I don't apologize. No apologies. Um, Kid Fury and Crystal are the are the hosts. Kid Fury is a blogger and YouTube personality. Um, and Crystal is a writer and a TV personality. She's been on like a bunch of MTV docu shows. She was on a very funny episode of Drunk History that Lauren and I were talking about earlier. Um, they're two good friends who have recently moved to the city, New York City. Um, and just look at look at me throwing around lingo like the city. Mm. <laughs> um their podcast covers hip hop and pop culture, mostly about like celebs and public figures who are doing things that they don't love. So if you don't know what a, what a read is, a read is like you're kind of calling someone out for something not great that they've done. So, you know, a lot of their stuff, they're calling people out. Uh, they're both so funny and straightforward and I love their chemistry and their points of view. Um, the artwork also for their podcast is really good. It's like two little illustrations of them, and it's... I wish you could see it now. You have to look it up. Look up the read on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so in this clip, they're talking about Azalea Banks. Do you, do you know about this? Yes. Um, she recently got a lot of media attention for bleaching her skin. She's a black woman. Um, she, uh, yeah, she, it, it, was, it was controversial in that people had really differing opinions on this. Um, I want to flag that this very short clip that we're going to play doesn't cover... Kid, Kid Fury and Crystal's opinions on the topic. So I really, really, really encourage you to listen to the whole episode. The episode is um, Locked Inside is the title. Um, they have a, a much sort of broader perspective on the topic, um, and it's really interesting. So take a listen to the whole thing. But in the meantime, here is a little sneak peek. You did. She's on a bike, I guess. She has a helmet on in this video. And she's talking about everything other than I just wanted to bleach my skin. Like, it's all this, you know, black people just have to assimilate and white culture and it's the same as getting a weave and y'all didn't say nothing when my edges was gone from my 36-inch tracks and everything except I'm very rich and I wanted to be light-skinned and so I went for it. Like, just say it. I don't... I understand the... That this is a, it's a complex issue behind it, but all this extraness and trying to make it seem like it's just the same as any old beauty procedure and all this. Like, girl, just say I want it to be lighter. You want it to be lighter. That's so evident. It's very obvious. You did not enjoy being dark skinned or you did not enjoy the way people treated you when you were dark skinned, which is real. It's, I don't really see how she could compare that to getting a weave or straightening your hair when it's like so much deeper than that. But I've I do think been... people need to understand that Azealia wanting to bleach her skin doesn't happen in a vacuum. It's not just she woke up one day and was like, oh, being dark is terrible. You know, I want to be Alicia Keys colored. It's not It's not that simple. There's a lot that happened to push her to that place. But at the same time, all this fake justification is pointless. We don't need all that. You just want it to be light. 
I'm actually okay that this clip is um, part of our no comment segment because as a man and as a, a white person, I don't really think I should be commenting on this anyway. I'm afraid to say anything. Looks like so. it worked out. No comment. Um, but easy. I'm grateful that uh, Kid Fury and Crystal are discussing this important topic on yes, The Read. That was a good one. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, what is our next segment? Podcast Bay. Hey, girl. Um... This is the segment where we talk about a podcast we just love. We give it a shout out. Yeah. I'm not even going to give you a clip because you got to go find the clips on your own. I can't do all it. the work. Just Can't you just trust us that you're yeah, going to love it? Yeah, trust us um, <laughs> about everything. Okay. Um, my One of my favorite podcasts of all time. Now, first of all, have you ever seen Saved by the Bell, the television show? Yeah. Yes. I'm quite familiar. Are Being, you fond of the television oh, show? Oh, quite fond. Okay. I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, we know. We're not surprised. It's and not on Bravo. So <laughs> you also have like just you have these strange gaps in your pop culture I, I watching. Don't like television that much. I hate to say it. Yeah, that's hard for me. But um, that's hard for me. But the, so, but this podcast is called Go Bayside, and it's comedian April Richardson, and she's so obsessed with Saved by the Bell. And literally every episode, she invites a funny person over to her apartment. They watch an episode. She started with episode one and went through the entire series. And then they just come and comment on all of the Saved by the Bell episodes. And once again, I've never seen a show, but that's how good the show is. Like <laughs> April's show is because it's so good. Like um, the, 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 it's like smart. It's really funny. And the analysis is like really strong. Like they talk about how like how close the principal building is with the students, how it's, like, really weird, and how he, like, likes to trick the students a lot, which, like, would not be okay in, like, real life. They just, like, they love to, like, rummage through his desk in his office and stuff. It's, like, And he pulls pranks on them. Right, exactly. Like, oh, yeah. Like, then, like, the students, like, seem to live at this off-campus diner called the Max, and, like, where, like, no normal citizens seem to ever go. And they're also, like, like, 14. No, the Max is, like, on campus, I think. I think it's like in the high school. It or seems I don't really like it. Know. If I listen to this podcast a lot, oh. I'm under the impression it's tech. It seems like it because it's it like where they all like are yeah, all the time. All, all the students and like it, this show is actually very sexist and racist. The jokes are just like terrible. Oh, I bet. But the sh- the writing is so shitty. But it's like it goes <laughs> so far past shitty because it's so shitty that it goes like past shitty and like back to Into, awesome. Yes. So that's how good it is. And one of my favorite episodes, I couldn't. I wasn't able to dig it up, but it points out that these like it's like these old white men writing about teenagers. So when the episodes seem out of touch, it's because the writers <laughs> were out of touch. They went to these like they're like these rich white people went to boarding schools full of rich white people. They don't understand what a real ass high school is like, or like what the rules are, right. or like what kids would not be allowed to do. And anyway, April is hilarious, and she's so. I think she writes for Chelsea Handler, I believe, fact checkers. But um, <laughs> she's passionate about Saved by the Bell. I love it when people are passionate about anything weird, and this is a perfect example of that. Um, she's so fucking jammed about Saved by the Bell that it makes me jammed about it. And I've never even seen it. So and that makes me happy. Start, go, go, check it out. It's called Go Bayside, and it's just started episode one, and you're going to fall in love immediately. Um, I guarantee you'll fall in love immediately. I am so glad that um, April Richardson and Go Bayside was able to um, you know, fan the flames of your love for... Um, this show, even though you don't really like it and you haven't really seen it, and I kind of don't ever want to see it because, like now, you know what I mean. I want to make oh, it a totally. goal now to like die without seeing it. Because in my mind right now, it's like April's Saved yeah. by the Bell. I don't want to ruin that. This also makes me kind of not want to revisit. No. Have you ever listened to the show? I no, wonder what you think yet, about no. it. Yeah. I'll ha- okay. I'll have to listen to the first episode and then and yeah, then check back in. Do it. Everybody, yeah. do it. It's your homework. <laughs> 
not only are you mm. learning things, but you're going to continue learning things when your homework is due. Yeah. This is just like class. Only yeah. podcast here. Yeah. We are pretty podcasty. <laughs> and with that, we are going downhill and we're going to shut it down. Yeah. Erase that part. <laughs> that's that's erase the end. all the parts where I'm talking. Okay. Should we just erase the part from... Um, from when we sound checked to now? Yeah, erase all the parts where I'm talking, but not the clips. So it's just like uh, some clips, and uh, then you guys can guess. Well, like it'll be like all no comment. Couldn't we just like put on the, the Go Bayside episode? Shh. <laughs> A huge thank you, as always, to our editor, Kara Hughes. We love you, Kara. Please, please. Thanks for the Tarzan t shirt. We love your t shirt. Uh, your, your taste in t shirts. Yes. <laughs> um, remember to follow us on Twitter if you want. Love your podcast. Um, and email us your favorite clips to loveyourpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, I must say, I check that email every day and no one ever emails us. And it's sad. Oh my sad. gosh. You guys get on it. Just say hi. Just like drop a little line. Have a good day. Drop a little line. Just like Just send a clip of Tell your, us you're out your, there. your own podcast. Maybe they don't know how to use email. Email Next is tough, time I will we'll, admit. We'll, go, we'll do a little primer. We'll do a step-by-step. Yep. PowerPoint. Of Gmail. Uh, make sure to also subscribe on iTunes at podcast, podcast, one word. Um, and like we've said, it's so stellar if you could rate it, um, just because the more rates, the better, and then more people can see it and then more people can be into it. And we can get more sponsors. We need our sponsors. Sponsors, sponsors, sponsors. All right. You guys are the best. Thank you. See you next time. Talk to you later.